0: Welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. I'm Danny Smith. And today we continue our story series. And just a reminder, our guests will share their story and then your team will be able to pause the podcast and discuss the states and errors, the certs, and well, how it could have potentially been as well. And joining me today is a familiar voice, Yvonne Wallace, one of our client managers from our sales team. Uh, Yvonne, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Oh, well, thanks, Danny, for having me back. Uh, last time, actually, I guess we talked about winter driving, um, but I kind of thought as the weather begins to warm up, it uh, my golf course story um, a few years back might be useful.
0: Sure. Golf. Wow. What a wonderfully <laughs> frustrating way to spend money. Uh, you know, at any time we talk about golf, I'm, I'm always reminded of what one of our co-workers, uh, one of our consultants, Keith Osborne, says about the game. You know why they call it golf, don't you? Once well, because all the other four letter words were taken. All right. Uh, we won't get any more descriptive than that, but yeah, uh, I could suggest several anyway. Uh, I gotta say though, I do find golf relaxing. Uh, and even though I'm definitely still in the hacker category myself, as anybody's ever played with me knows, uh, I didn't start playing until I was in my forties. So I had a late start, but I do recall that first time I went out there. Um, I don't know, I was probably on hole 10 or 11, maybe on you know, ball 20 or so. And uh, it occurred to me that uh, I hadn't really thought about working a few hours. So you're right. It is just a great way to relax and just kind of get your mind off things. Uh, So tell us about your experience and what happened.
1: So one night a few years back, um, it was during the summer. My girlfriend and I, we headed out after um, work about 530. Um, We normally like to get about nine holes in at the end of a long or crazy week we're about probably four holes in and she's talking a mile a minute because she just beat her advertising sales numbers that week. She was really excited and I'm simply listening and interjecting my comments and I'm looking down the fairway, really just enjoying the view and and what a beautiful summer's day it was. And the next thing I know is whoosh, I literally feel her golf club swing by my ear. Wow. And she quickly spun around and said, oh, my gosh, did I hit you? And me stunned, but untouched, said, no, but, boy, was it ever close. Wow.
0: I find that amazing. You you, you not only heard it, but you actually felt the wind off of it, right? So yeah. That's, that's really close. All right. So, uh, folks, if you would, we're going to give you a couple of seconds here. Uh, we'll let you pause the podcast. And uh, thinking about Yvonne's story here, uh, nearly getting hit by the golf club with her friend there on the golf course that evening, think about the states and errors that you think may have been involved there with Yvonne and with her friend as well. And don't forget uh, to think about certs and also how it could have been worse. And we'll be back and uh, give you a second to to think about this. We'll come back right after you've had an opportunity to talk about this. So just pause the podcast if you would. All right, we're back. So, Yvonne, as you went through this, uh, what did you figure out with this incident uh, as you you kind of went back and went through it?
1: Well, when I analyzed my close call, I realized that complacency really was the biggest issue um, that I had in that particular moment. Um, Fatigue might have played into it as well. It was the end of the work week and so forth. But really, complacency was huge in that moment.
0: I can really see that, you know, complacency is one of those things that's really hard to recognize as it's happening as well, as especially when you're doing something that uh, you're familiar with. And well, in your case, it's something you enjoy and something that, uh, well, it's intended to be relaxing, right? It's intended to take your mind off things. So I can definitely see that. Uh, so I guess I kind of led the witness there a bit by saying that last bit, but what what do you <laughs> think that complacency really led to for you in terms of some of those critical errors?
1: Well, I, I definitely didn't have my eyes and mind on task. I was looking and thinking about watching for my girlfriend's ball and where it might land on the fairway. I was kind of busy listening to her story and really just enjoying a beautiful summer's day and soaking up the great view, as opposed to thinking about being in the line of fire from her club.
0: Sure. Yeah. And we mentioned the complacency for before being so, so difficult to self-trigger on and I'm guessing that because of that, you were led to start practicing a new habit just to help compensate for that complacency when you went back and analyzed this close call, right?
1: Exactly. And so since we all know we cannot self trigger on complacency, because we're in that flow state or that dreamlike state. And so from now on, if I'm not teeing off, my butt is either in the cart, or it's leaning (laughs) against the cart, um, which will end up keeping me out of the line of fire, because carts aren't even allowed to be on um, on your tee off area. So I know that that would be a, a safe new habit for me.
0: Yeah, what about the fatigue? You mentioned that as well. Uh, That's something you can kind of self-trigger on, right?
1: No, you're absolutely right. So looking back, like I said, end of the week, there probably was a bit of fatigue. May have contributed to my complacency as well, because the more tired you are, we know that complacency can creep in that much more easily. But probably there's some ground to cover there. Um, with the skill in terms of watching for the telltale signs of fatigue,
0: it can help you to self-trigger, right? When before you, yeah, it becomes a problem, right?
1: If I had self-triggered maybe on that fatigue, then perhaps the complacency wouldn't be able to creep in so easily as it did.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, um, you, you mentioned the, the the golf club itself. Uh, certainly, that's uh, that's a big issue there, right? And. Uh, we talk a bit about self-triggering on hazardous energy. And I think you mm-hmm. mentioned that a moment ago, right? Because certainly that's a, a, a golf club swinging has got a lot of force there. Uh, anyway, it's an interesting point. I remember talking some with uh, Larry Wilson and others in the organization as well during the development of Safe Start Now. And uh, we discussed uh, self-triggering on the hazardous energy. And I'll never forget one of Larry's comments. And it was, it's really hard to self-trigger on hazardous energy when you've been around that specific hazard for a while. You know, in the work environment, it may be hard to self-trigger on the hazardous energy of say moving into the path of the forklift if you work around them forty or sixty hours per week and you've been doing it for years. In your case, probably hard to self-trigger on the golf club golf club itself and the speed and force there just because you're used to playing and and exactly. you know you play quite a bit, right? So what about uh, your golfing buddy there? Do you, you think you saw any states or errors going on with them as well?
1: I'm going to say she was probably complacent as well, uh, leading to her eyes of mind not on task. Mm-hmm. Um, but in her defense, she was in the middle of her swing, and sure. I was the one that was in her line of fire. So I do appreciate you giving me an out on this one, um, <laughs> but your point is a good one. The more people thinking and looking, the safer we all will be.
0: Yeah, that that's a perfect way to look at that too. And it, you know, it's interesting as well. We always talk about looking at, for opportunities to share this these concepts with other folks, and this gave you a perfect opportunity, I'm sure, to do that. You know, I, I looked up some inf- some information on just you know the speed and the force of golf clubs, uh, and you know, the, just fascinating data here. I, and I don't want to go just completely nerd here on this, but uh, you know the 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 average swing speed of of someone on the LPGA tour, uh, is 94 miles an hour with a driver and 98 with a six iron. That That's a lot of hazardous energy, right? I mean, by the way, a little bit higher for guys, 113 with a driver and 92 with a six iron there. Uh, but even for amateurs, you know, slower swing speeds, a scratch golf are still around 90 miles an hour and 15 handicaps, almost 90, uh, almost 80 rather. Um, Of course, you could probably time my swing with a calendar, but uh, some of y'all will get that one on the way home, I'm sure. All right, so thinking about that, a lot of speed and force there. With that in mind, how could this have been worse? I mean, obviously, there wasn't an injury here, but a lot of potential, right?
1: Right, exactly. Now, trust me, my girlfriend and I play just for fun. I'm not even sure she knows what her handicap is. But regardless, if I was just an inch closer, the club would have hit me. It could have broken my cheekbone, my nose. It could have hit me in the eye and I lost my sight. But let's face it, if her club hit my head or my temple, it would have killed me. True. And so many times we associate golf with fun and relaxing, which it, of course, is. But we're literally holding lethal, hazardous energy. True. And and that's something I I really need to keep in mind.
0: Sure. You know, uh our our friend and producer Kevin Cobb was uh in rehab hospital after he broke his neck and uh, suffered a spinal cord injury and I remember Kevin telling me one of the hardest things that he saw in rehab uh was folks who suffered uh, a traumatic brain injury or TBI is the the acronym they use there. And he said it it literally just looked like they would pour those people into a wheelchair and uh, just how heartbreaking that was, you know? And so those head injuries can just be so, so, so devastating.
1: No, and you're absolutely right, Danny. And that easily could have been me.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's, it's one of those, you don't want to always think about that, but it's something we do need to pause and think about how, how bad could some of these situations have been before we start wrapping up here anything else that you took away from this uh near miss or as i like to call it a near hit it was a miss right but it was a near hit anything else that you you garnered from this or that you started doing since since then
1: well not only am i obviously trying to keep myself out of the line of fire but you know thinking of others um so before Mm. i address the ball I look around to ensure that no one is in my swing path or my line of fire. So just once again, fine. I've, I've now kind of come up with a habit to keep myself safe. Let's think about others now.
0: That's great. That's a great idea as well. And for our listeners, don't worry if you came up with additional answers or different answers than what we did as we're going through and reviewing the story. Uh, The point of the stories is, uh, Really, really to help us personalize this. And as neurologists would say and the neuroscientists would say, we're just laying down those uh neural pathways to help us recognize that state to error pattern in our subconscious mind and recognize the the hazards involved with that. And that's really a part of what we're doing with the storytelling. So Yvonne thanks again for joining us today. Uh let's get together again. I'm actually gonna be up in the office in a few few weeks. So looking forward to seeing you there and uh I don't know if we'll have time for a round of golf that week, but maybe we'll have have time for one in the near future.
1: Oh, that's a great plan. Let's make it happen, Danny.
0: So on behalf of Yvonne and the entire team here at Safe Talk, uh, thanks for sharing part of your day with us and and continue to share these episodes, especially ones like this that you can use uh, to to review the state's errors and search with your teams. Uh, And just remember, Safe Start goes with us everywhere we go. Uh, It's a great thing to keep in mind as you're going about the summer, maybe some of your summer activities, including the golf course. You know, maybe you're out boating, going to the beach, going hiking, whatever it is be sure to keep those habits in mind. They literally are our best defense in terms of helping to compensate for complacency. So until next time, I'm Danny Smith for Safe Talk with Safe Start. And thanks for joining us today. Have a great day.